Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. So today was supposed to be a big day for the show. We're supposed to be launching three big projects, but it really just doesn't feel right. And I want to kind of talk you through some of these and see which ones you uh, you agree with. All right, here on the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to this daily show that I do with my mom. I'm Steve Kramer. It's, it's literally based in her wisdom and how fantastic she is. And she gets me pumped. She gets me motivated. We need both those things right now. So let me introduce you to my mom. This is Nancy Gancy. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I want to start this episode with a new survey that's out today. Are you ready? Ready. Saying the F word might help take the pain away. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So there's a a study that came out in 2009. It found that people who kept their hands in icy cold water were able to withstand the pain longer if they were to swear. And now there's this new guy coming out that's saying that he's done a new test, a related study from April of this year found that saying the F word was linked to 32% increase in pain threshold and 33% increase in pain tolerance Uh, (laughs) versus those people that would just make up words, you know, so if you're like fudge, like that doesn't give you the same 33% increase of pain tolerance. If you say the F word all the way through. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. All Maybe I, we'll uh, remember that for future reference. <laughs> I always like I, I I find it funny like the way that some people parent their kids, right? I have a few friends that are parents, and the you know some of them are really weird about saying the f word. I I had a friend one time that has a uh, has a couple kids, and uh, she had said something about um something about the the f. I'm gonna say that she's like frustrated, like the fucking show. I forget what she was talking about. Uh oh, and. All of a sudden, her kid was like, the the what show? And she was like, no, nothing. And then the kid was like, did you say the, the, the monkey show? And she's like, yes. And then the child re- like repeated it for like three hours. Like, monkey show, monkey show, monkey show. Did I say the F word a lot as a kid? No. I don't remember. Not, not I remember around saying, me. <laughs> no, I remember saying shit a lot. Yeah. I remember that like I would get in trouble for saying shit. Now, imagine right. like sweet little seven-year-old me okay like a little <laughs> southern because i had like a really bad southern accent back then not bad but just a very thick southern accent and i was I'm like shit uh-huh. like shit no, uh-huh. this, is, this is some shit let me tell you speaking of that word oh gosh that just reminded me when your brother was three i think he was three and we took him to yosemite yeah and we were on a tram and we were on the back seat of like a, I don't know, maybe a 10 or 12 person tram. And we were, of course, riding through the park. And the first time he saw one of those huge, beautiful trees, he said, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and everybody crap up. I mean, oh, that's funny. we're looking at him like, what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> but there was so just no better, better but- word. There was just no better word to describe <laughs> that. I mean, he was just so awestruck by the uh, whole experience. <laughs> um, the struggle that we're having, you know, right now with doing this show is that everything is happening so fast in the world, right? And so crazy, yeah. So, and so like, much. I'm I'm used to uh, doing a morning show to where I would you know hop on. Everything's happening in real time. Podcasting obviously is a lot different. Some of you guys don't even listen to this in real time, and when you come back in three months, it may not even be relevant anymore. You know, like right. hopefully, let's just say we would eradicate racism by then. And be like, well, remember back in three months ago, and that would be the you know the, the mm. perfect ideal situation here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I, by the time we recorded yesterday, I didn't even know this whole blackout Tuesday thing was happening on social media. I didn't find out till last night that it was even going on. Uh, it's been one of those days, another one of those days where scrolling through social has been really amazing. So in case you don't know, and I'm, I don't have this pulled up exactly what it is, but by now, you probably know that uh, yesterday for you was Blackout Tuesday, where everyone was asked to, in a moment of, well, it was kind of a couple different purposes to show, you know, 
the respect for everything that's been going on, but then also for us to like take a break from social media and from listening to music online. It was started by the record uh, record labels, and for us to like educate ourselves and tell stories and listen to stories and like spend today doing so. And I can tell you that I, I don't know how your day has been. I know you had to take dad to the, have a surgery today. Right. Um, but I, from a lot of my white friends today has been pretty beneficial. Mm. And I I've had a couple different friends talk to me today about like certain things that were, that were happening. Um, the, the girl that, that does my hair, I was talking to her earlier and she was telling me that she was going to post a, uh, a, a picture up on, her Instagram and then a girl that she worked with was like, well, but we don't even like, we don't really, we don't do black girls hair. You know, it's different. You have to have mm. different methods to doing it. And so mm. instead of like us just posting a picture of the black square and moving on with our day, mm-hmm. why don't we take the time to like understand? And so she set mm. it up with a couple of different black hairdressers to come in and to explain it and to teach the process. And I'm like, that's really cool. Like what a, what a cool that, thing has come from, from today, you know? Yes. Yes. That was really good. Love that. We're all just, I think everyone that's not black is just trying their best to like, to get it right, you know, and to, mm-hmm. to really be supportive to the community. I know there's other posts out there that are saying like, oh, this is, this is like defeating to the black community because it's, instead of posting like actual things and learning, we're just posting black squares. So this week, the past was it been has it been a week yet? Maybe two weeks has been. I mean, I think one of the most radical. Uh, I would say since the women's movement back in 2016, I haven't felt something so radically moving. Moving, yeah. Mm-hmm. Since yes. since then, people getting behind it, wanting to be a yes. part of it, and wanting to change, and demanding a change, and the other yes. side like listening and hearing. Yeah, uh, if you know a small portion of, I mean, a bigger portion of of what it seemed like in 2016 when people were starting to call out names and saying like, this isn't okay. And I'm not going to stand for this anymore. And right. So so, I don't know. It's so nice too to see so many millennials, you know, out there being, you know, proponents of change. And I certainly hope all those millennials vote uh, because that's, that's our voice. That's a huge part of our voice. Yeah, is the ability to vote and how we vote. Um, so I think it's more important than ever now to vote for the right the right people in our government to yep. to help bring about change because we need change. I just we think so much has been brought to our the the front of the our forefront. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's stuff that that you may have known was there but not really thought about it or and maybe even the fact the world slowed down so much has given you more time to think about it and to be proactive about it where before if this would have happened it may not have been the exact same way you know and i wonder too how many of those cops are so conflicted about having to be on the other side yeah. right yeah that's, that's a good question be, that's got to be really challenging i mean i would love to hear from a listener about that. 888-Kramer8. You know, <laughs> if you're out there on that front line. That would be interesting. You know. I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't be too hard to find somebody. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, uh, having a, if you know someone that is a black cop and you want to connect us, I don't think I know anybody. Let me think through that though. That's a black cop. I'm sure I might, but let me, let me think through it. Maybe later on this week, we can get somebody on and, and talk about that. Cause I think, I be think really that would too. be so interesting because I know they've got to be so conflicted and right. as sad as everyone else is around this, right? Right. Yeah. So totally. it's just it's just there's so many levels. So uh, by of tomorrow, like we, we weren't even like expecting to do this right now, you know. So mm-hmm. by tomorrow, every time you hear this, I still I don't I don't know what the thing of the day is gonna be. I'm not sure yet. So even mm-hmm. last night, like people like a lot of people got upset after Trump's speech and like we didn't cover any of that and then it's just like then the blackout tuesday it's all just happening so fast so i'm trying mm-hmm. to keep up with it on this end and it's just uh it's just kind of a whirlwind so we'll, yep. we'll kind of keep up and kind of keep things balanced over here the best that we can um yeah. we, when we talked about that earlier this week i'm just going to try my best you know and that's all i can really do and that's really my biggest conflict i have had massive anxiety for the past week or so over mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about next. And mm-hmm. I told you, uh, well, let's just, let's just point out the elephant in the room. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is that today is my birthday. And I said, I wasn't going to mention my birthday <laughs> and I don't want anything to do with my birthday. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm bringing it up today for a reason. But yes, today is my 37th birthday. No, 37 years ago. Happy birthday hugs to you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sad you can't be here? It's weird now doing this yes. over the podcast. Yeah, yes, I am. I'm very happy that we celebrated our birthdays together on my birthday last year. Yep. And hopefully, that's not until September, but hopefully by then we'll be able to be together and do that again. I got a card from my mom. It came in the mail today. And so I thought I would open. I, I started to open. I was like, wait, let me wait to the podcast. So I'm going to. Go ahead and open my birthday card from my mom, and then we'll kind of explain why today is so much. Okay, so let, let me uh, – <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture of is – it, it's not a cat, is it? It's like a lemur. Yeah, I think it's a exactly, lemur. Exactly, a sloth. Like a baby lemur, a sloth. It's a sloth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a picture of a sloth, and it's like holding onto the branch, and it says, I'm fine, this is fine. <laughs> As he looks like he's kind of slipping off. That's really funny. <laughs> Um, if hanging in there were a sport, we'd be champs by now. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It said, this will truly be a birthday like no other. Can't wait to celebrate with you. But until then, keep hanging in there and we, and know that we will love you forever. Mom and dad. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. really sweet. Thank you for that. Mean it. Love you. Mean it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Hang in there. Hang in there. I think you should put that little sloth in a frame. It's yeah. fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. <laughs> fine. She sent me a um, – you may have seen it on social media. I'm guessing that's probably what you saw it too, Mom, was mm-hmm. the um, – it's like birthday 2020, the one we spent in quarantine, but it's, rent, <laughs> it, it's written in the Friends font. And so uh, <laughs> we got that shirt in the mail, what, two days ago? Uh, so yep. – and then my mom did buy me a video game as well for my 37th birthday. <laughs> she bought me Animal Crossing. <laughs> So it's like nothing's changed really since uh, since I was nine. That's I, right. I tell the story a lot and we can actually talk about this. And I don't, again, I don't like birthday shows. I never liked them on the radio. And this is, today's going to be a little bit different, but I, um, I just don't like it all, like all about me. It just feels uncomfortable. So, um, but I, I do like to tell the story about my Mario birthday party. <laughs> oh, so it must have been, how old was I, you think, at that time? I'm thinking that was like your sixth birthday, maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So imagine six-year-old me, and I am, um, I've always been, I would say, a little attention needy, if you can't tell, <laughs> uh, in some search, in some situations. But I'd, I've always been a fan of Nintendo. And so for my sixth birthday, I really wanted to put on a Super Mario birthday party, <laughs> where I... The birthday boy would play the part of Mario. Now it sounds great so far, right? Like a boy uh-huh. is, is dressing up as his his icon, and so I, <laughs> I I remember we like got everything put together. I got in these. Like, my mom went out and bought me overalls that were red uh-huh. and had like a Mario hat. I think I had a fake mustache that was put uh-huh. on. We had the, the Mario streamers, the Mario plates, the Mario balloons. Everything the Mario was like cake. It was Super Mario birthday. Everything right now. The, the party was going to be held in my backyard, and I got a swing set. It's a big old backyard uh, in Georgia, right? So you can kind of picture it like this kind of sprawling backyard. I got this swing set out there that was really big because my neighbor uh, had built that swing set for us, which I mean, it seemed I don't remember what it was or not, but it seemed like it was just like crazy big. It was, was it? a little, it was a little over the top, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like <laughs> built it. Why did he build that for us? He just wanted to? Uh huh. We asked him to. Oh, that's nice. Huh. Um, so yeah, you can kind of just, just picture all this right now. So birthday <laughs> comes around, we're in the backyard, kids start coming over. And I remember that I really wanted to put on a super Mario show <laughs> and I was really excited about it for days and I had my costume and I was like going to put the show on, I had everything planned out. Right. So <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, it's time for the super Mario show. So I'm going to need you guys to all like sit down and focus on the show <laughs> And so they did, and I came out, now you just picture it, like I come out of like the back door, and the kids are probably sitting down this hill, maybe, how many feet away is that, 50 feet, uh, Mom? Maybe, yeah. Okay. And so I walk down the hill, and I'm all proud, I'm like, it's a me, Mario, and like I have this little show all planned out, and like, as time goes on, even though I've put together this big performance, the kids start started like, their attention started to shift away, that they wanted to go play on the, play, the swing set. <laughs> Right. Or they wanted to like do something else. <laughs> and 
I was so upset because I had put so much time and effort and like, this is my birthday. This is exactly how I wanted to do it was this Super Mario party that I had planned. So I remember pitching like the biggest fit because nobody towards the end, I don't think anybody was even watching no. the Super Mario show anymore that I had put on. And I think ever since then, I've had an issue with my birthday. I'm sure it had some kind of psychological issue. Yeah, I I, I told you guys a couple of podcasts ago that I don't like my birthday and I can't figure out why that I cry every year on my birthday. And obviously this is recorded the day before. So I don't know if I will have cried today or not. Um, But I will have to keep you posted. I seem to cry every other birthday. I thought it was because your wife didn't want to celebrate your birthday. I just, I just, I've always had a weird thing with birthdays. I I don't know what it is. And I don't know if that's what it is. I don't know if it's. I don't know, but I've always felt very let down on my birthday and I don't know why. I'm not sure like what it is that makes me, I'm even like, I remember when, remember you guys threw me that uh, surprise party my senior year of high school? Yes. And even that, I remember feeling like, oh, this is all, the only people that showed up. Like, I, I no. don't know what the complex is. <laughs> I don't know. And I think it may stem from that Super Mario Party. I know it sounds so stupid, but like, I just feel like that's like, some, <laughs> like subconsciously in my brain. You've got Super Mario birthday PTSD. I do. I do. I don't <laughs> oh, know. God. I don't know what it is. The only reason I want to bring up my birthday today, and, and, and again, you don't, don't, don't feel like you've got to like, DM me and I, I, what I want for my birthday is for no, you to do have it, do it. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to have the best day humanly possible. That will make me happy. And if you're happy, then I'm happy. And just you being here is trust me, like more than I could ask for. So thank you. Thank you for your sentiments. Uh, so thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, but the reason I wanted to bring it up is because I have had the worst anxiety for the past week about this one topic. And I've been kind of teasing you guys that, there is going to be a, a launch, We're launching up three new projects. And my plan was to launch them today on my birthday. And I have literally up until the minute we started recording this show, I've been going back and forth with like, is this the right time to be able to do it or not? Even as I like starting to talk about this, I'm starting to get uncomfortable. Hmm. And so I just want to be really clear about that, that this is like really been a struggle for me to figure out, is this the right time to even mention this? I don't want to take away anything that's going on in the world. Like it would seem like it was a good time a week ago because the coronavirus had started to kind of slow down. Life was going to, you know, some of you, some of your lives started looking a little bit more normal. So it felt like it was like, okay, maybe we can, we can broach these. But now that everything's kind of turned upside down, I don't know. So let me explain the backstory of this. Um, you know, this podcast has been a real interesting situation because when I got let go from Channel 933, I, my, my buddy Jeff, uh, who does a podcast in Atlanta, used to be a radio guy, and he's, he has a podcast now called The Upside, and it does really well. Uh, he reached out to me. He's like, man, you got to start a podcast. Like, that's, that's the new thing. you got to go with it, right? And he's like, if you do it, like all of your people that listen to you on the radio will show up, and you'll have all like, advertisers ready to just like pour money into your show. And so I debated for a while, like, did I feel, and I didn't for about a month. I wasn't confident enough, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And we're going to see how this goes and started putting time into the planning and the execution and getting all the equipment and getting my mom and well, you were there, but I didn't pay anything for you. Um, but, Get you what know, you getting every- for. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very cheap talent nowadays. <laughs> Everyone's got a podcast, so that's a lot easier. But I mean, so we like started putting in all the idea, right? The idea behind it, launching everything and getting it ready to go. Boom. We did. We launched this podcast as the 45th biggest podcast in the country, mm-hmm. which to me is just like, wow, that's amazing, amazing right? Yes. So thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that part he was right about. The part that none of us saw coming was the fact that the literally the week before we launched this podcast, we went into a global pandemic Mm -hmm. and advertising dollars around the country pretty much just disappeared. And, and that's not just from podcasting. That's from everything. I mean, if you you work for a business, if you work in marketing, I'm sure you know that that's just not where people are spending their money right now, Mm -hmm. which makes sense because there's no one really to market to unless Mm -hmm. you're into something that people can do from their house. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was like, it's fine. Like, it's no big deal. I, I at least want to like try this skill out. And I was so thankful as you guys got through the clunkiness of the first couple episodes. We're still trying to like figure it out. I was getting comfortable sitting in a room by myself 
and just talking <laughs> and talking to my mom and her talking back to me. And um, so it's like for me, this project has always been, I think, even more of a gift than I thought it was going to be because I was able to have a project to pour myself into instead of just being out of work and being because I was really stressing for it. I mean, and I still stress, but it it gives me a nice little break from mm-hmm. stressing about finances. Just come in here every day and talk to you and talk to my mom, right? Mm-hmm. A- after I would say, uh, I, I definitely have my doubts. Like, can I do this? Is this can this be anything? I'm I'm not sure, and I've told you this. I, I've mentioned this on another podcast. There's days where I'm just like, I don't think anybody cares about this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just gonna like shut it down. And I swear to God, every time I said something like that in my head, either a voicemail would come through on the eight 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 Kramer eight number, or a message, or an email. It's almost like I couldn't stop doing it because. Mm-hmm these messages, you guys, Oh my God, like, thank you so much. Or like, you know, we've talked about the girl that was going to commit suicide that one day. And then she stopped. And it just, to me, was like, wow. Okay. So we have like, this is like a, this is just something that, that needs to press forward. So at like the end of April, I was like, okay, so there's no advertising dollars. And this podcast is costing me money to produce every single month now. And as being unemployed, that's been a real challenge, right? Like that's my struggle. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I, I think taking out the idea that this can be right now of a job, like a full-time job has been all taken off the table. But even as a hobby, it's costing me a lot of money every month to produce. If I'm just being very honest with you, I just want to put this all out on the table for you. So I, I realize I've got like two options. Like I've either got to like shut it down or I've got to like for the very first time in my life, 100% believe in like what I'm doing here mm-hmm. and that you guys will support it and that you like it enough to keep coming back time and time again. And I, unlike me, because <laughs> I would usually <laughs> choose the first one and say, let's just shut it down. This ain't, this ain't going to be nothing. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that I can do this. I said, all right, let's do it. Like I'm going to go all in and then knowing that like, if it doesn't work out, then at least I tried every aspect that I could try, right? So from the very beginning of May, I've been working on these projects behind the scene, three projects to help kind of fund and grow the show. And today I can kind of tell you exactly what those three things are and now how they're kind of looking in the light of everything else. So the first thing, which is launched as of this morning, is a brand new website for our show. And if you go to certifiedmamasboy.com, you'll see it. And mom, you've seen the site. It's, it's I have. Beautiful. It's great. Did a yeah. super job with that. It was. Uh, I, it was if I say so out, myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's just we didn't really have a, like a home for this place other than the podcasting pages themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so I really wanted a place that we could have as like a hub. And I didn't think like an in, I was going to just do an Instagram page, but I didn't feel like that was like the appropriate thing or just a Facebook page. So I'm like, let's get a whole website launched and. Uh, so we've got no matter where you're at in the world or what platform you're on, you can always come to this place for everything. So certifiedmamasboy.com is up. It launched today on my 37th birthday, mm. and I'm I'm really proud of it. And um, I'm really proud of you too, honey. So proud well, of you. Thanks thank you. for venturing out there and breaking through your fears to put yourself out there. I think it's great. Fantastic. Well, I so there's that's project number one. The next two projects already made me feel a tad uncomfortable launching in the first place before everything. I mean, just in the wake of coronavirus, before anything else, I felt really uncomfortable about. And I'll explain both those to you right now. The first one was a merchandise store is that I have, if you've been, you follow me on social media, you've probably seen that I've been wearing certain shirts that say certified mama's boy on them and some hoodies and some stuff like that. I was kind of testing out a few different ideas for merch, like, you know, uh, shirts and uh, apparel and drink and now drinkware uh, for the show, coffee mugs and wine glasses. And I spent some time working with uh, uh, some creative people and I didn't just want it to be the logo of the show, but I wanted it to be some of the, uh, some of the fun things that we have. I just didn't want you to walk around with just like a certified mama's boy shirt on, unless that's what you want, which will, will be available. Uh, but some other cool designs too. Have you seen those yet, mom? I've seen a few of those. Yeah. I think I they're awesome. I can't remember awesome. how many you've seen. Yeah. They're really, I'm, I'm, I think yeah. they turned out really good and I was really excited about launching that today. Um, 
The third thing that I've been working on behind the scenes is a, a paid membership site. Um, this was going to be a way to help offset the cost since I knew advertising dollars weren't going to be the answer right now to offset some of the costs that it costs to put this podcast on by asking you to make a monthly $5 donation. If you so feel inclined, I, it's not like you have to. Mm -hmm. And I feel there's part of me that feels uncomfortable even asking you to do that. So what I decided to do was to offer people that want to provide to this show financially some extra perks. And I call it the uh, certified fans club. And basically uh, it, it's going to include a few separate things. You're going to get discounts on merchandise. You're going to get premiere episodes, meaning you're going to get episodes uh, of certain episodes before anybody else. Like some of the big ones you'll get before anybody else gets special newsletters for you. Uh, you guys will be able to actually pick and pre-order like, or you'll get, you'll get early access to merchandise before anybody else. Like a lot of different perks. And I'm actually trying to make it to where I can give you birthday shout outs on the podcast too. So mm -hmm. that'll feel kind of good. Mm -hmm. um, and all I was asking, and my, my plan was to ask for a $5 monthly donation from you to keep this podcast going. And then, you know, if I could get a couple people to chip in, then at least it was kind of offset the cost. Mm -hmm. So that was my plan to launch those three projects today on my birthday. But yeah. then last week happened and everything just kind of changed for me. And I didn't feel like it is the right time to launch a to launch anything where financially I, I am I am making money right now. There's just something that doesn't feel right about focusing on me or this podcast that sits right with me. Hmm. Now, with that said, and this is where my whole thought process has gone over the last couple of days is that I've already invested the time and the money into getting these things up, right? Mm -hmm. Like right. it's, it's already done. My plan was to roll it out today on my birthday. Um, but there's just something that doesn't feel right about even trying to focus on that right now at all. It doesn't feel mm -hmm doesn't feel good to me. Like, I don't want to come on here and be like, listen, I know that like everyone's, everyone's really upset about everything going on in the country, but like, Hey, can you buy this t-shirt? It doesn't, it doesn't feel good to me at all. Well, well, if they want to, they will. And if they don't, they won't. If I don't feel good about it, it mm -hmm. just, I've, I've, I need to, this is 100% on me, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is the very first time in my life that I've had something that's been 100% my project mm -hmm. and I want to feel good about everything. And if there's a, something that's not striking me right about it by asking for you to buy a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a coffee mug or a wine glass right now, mm -hmm. it's, I, I just think the world's in a different place. I'd rather attention be focused on anything else other than financially supporting this podcast right now. So with that said, um, I'm going to put the merch site on hold. It's, I'll tell you if I can just be like just a little, just a little bias. It's really cute and like <laughs> it is, but it's it's not going to go away. It it will be here. It'll be here in the near future. It's just not going to be here today because I don't feel right about it. I don't feel right about posting on social media. I don't talk. I don't feel right about talking about it. So we're going to put that on hold. <laughs> now, when it comes to the the certified fans club, I have gone literally back and forth on this for the last couple of days. And like, is it, is it the time? And do I ask for people to like financially support this podcast right now? And all this is going on. So I don't feel right about it. And my initial reaction was to also put that on hold today. But mm -hmm. I also started thinking about like our community that we built here and where your heart is and what I set out for this podcast to do, which was to do good, right? I was going to be able to tell mm -hmm. you stories that I've never been able to tell you before. I was going to be able to be authentically me and I was going to be able to give back to the community. That was a big thing. And we did it and we showed it in such a big way when it came to the nurse dinners that we did uh, for COVID, right? For, for the yes. coronavirus. That Fantastic. was massive. So, and so great. we got over $6,000. And yes. so there's part of me that says, why don't we just use 
this fan club for good. Like, why don't I take the, it's, it's already done. It's sitting here. There's no point of why it can't be launched. So why don't I use that instead of like right now, take the focus, which will make me feel better off the podcast. And what I want to do is if you become a certified fan mm-hmm. in the month of June, I'm going to donate a hundred percent of the proceeds to black lives matter mm. because Fantastic. I, I feel like that's, our black community needs us more than ever right now, more than any podcast, more than any, I, I can wait. Like this show can wait. I'm still going to be here. We're not going anywhere. But if you've seen the tone of this podcast and you've heard my passion behind trying to not only help the black community, but also help the white community and understanding and being able to give back and how to help and how to be more compassionate over the last couple episodes, that's where my heart's at right now. It's not on funding this podcast. And honestly, I spent a lot of time the last couple of days, especially today. Um, I was trying to take the day serious when it comes to the blackout and what we were supposed to be doing with it. It was like learning and educating myself. And I knew I wanted to be able to financially help. And honestly, there's so many amazing charities out there when it comes to helping the black community. Uh, I, I mean, I was torn of really where to give the money to. Um, but I think that the immediate cause and when it comes to like the most direct effect that we're looking for right now, Black Lives Matter covers the the gamut um, uh, of that. So if you become a certified fan and get all the perks, all, all the perks will still be there. I will um, every single dollar, every single penny that I make off the certified fan mm-hmm. site in the month of June will be donated to Black Lives Matter. That's my promise mm. to you. And it kind of gives me an opportunity. I don't want to say to like test run it, but I can start kind of rolling out some of these, these fan features and Mm. you can kind of give me your feedback on them. And then, Mm -hmm. so when it does feel like it's the right time to launch it officially, then we can do it. And those people that have come and kind of helped me build it, I'll just have a new appreciation for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So fantastic. I hope that's just hitting the right way. Does that come off as I just, Am I, how does that hit you, mom? Like when I say that? No, I think follow your heart, honey. You know, I always say that follow your heart and do what your heart tells you. And that's what you're doing. And I think it's perfect. Okay. Well, I just want to thank everybody for, I mean, this is again, as I don't, as the person that doesn't celebrate my birthday, um, Year 37, like I, I, this is the first time I'm really like believing in myself. And so mm-hmm. for anyone that just does join our certified fans, become a certified fan of the show for $5 a month, um, I am, am truly gracious. And I don't know how big it's going to be. I don't know. Maybe five people do, but hell, that's $25 a month that buys the website hosting, you know, like that will, <laughs> that will take a huge responsibility off my, you know, off my shoulders for when it comes to producing this podcast mm-hmm. and just know that I feel uncomfortable, but I want to be able to do more good with it too. So mm-hmm. if you go to our brand new website, which is up right now, certifiedmamasboy.com, I'm going to link to it in the show notes as well. Would love for you to become a certified fan, become like a little part of our family and, Ugh. There it is. There it is. Oh, it's great, honey. You've really done a great job on it. And I, I just really appreciate your willingness to to reach out on this platform to so many. And I know it's touching so many hearts and so many lives. I'm very proud of you and honored to be a small part of it. Now. You birthed me 37 years ago. Oh, Thanks it was for a doing that. Beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. <laughs> one of the best days of my life. I, I do feel this weird sense on my birthday in the last couple of years that, I mean, that's cool that I'm here and I appreciate all the birthday love and all that. But like, you were the one that did everything, you know, oh, like from please, no, birthing me, raising me, raising me the way you did, and labor you know, of then, love, labor of love. I've loved being a mom. It's my greatest joy in the world. I still love being a mom. It's the best. Wow. It's you the are best. the best mom. So thank you, sweetie. I'm your mom. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little, I don't have much experience the, with other moms, the, but I'm the best one you've got. That's right. That's right. 
<laughs> Best and worst, technically. So That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I love you very much, and we'll do this again tomorrow, okay? Happy birthday, darling. Love you forever. All right. When we get back, I know that we're not focusing on that B word for today, the day that I came into creation. <laughs> um, uh, but I do want to, it's Wednesday, so we take a look at mo- uh, a moment in Kramer history, right? And this was the birthday surprise I have never felt more uncomfortable with. After all the stuff that we've done for my birthday on the air, this made me the most uncomfortable next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. A moment in Kramer history. Hi, welcome to A Moment in Kramer History. I'm your host, Steve Kramer. I'm going to tell you that today is going to be kind of like a Netflix limited series where there will be multiple episodes, two to be exact, that are going to play out this birthday surprise that made me the most uncomfortable. And I can tell you that um, when you're doing a radio show, birthdays are always a big deal because you're always trying to like one up what you did the year before, right? You always got to make it like a little bit crazier and a little bit crazier. And you know me, I don't like my birthday anyway. I always say like, don't do anything for my birthday. I don't want to like hear about it. I don't want to see it, whatever. Uh, And over the years though, seriously, when it comes to like having strippers come in the studio to, um, I remember they brought, they got a lemur to come in one time for my birthday and surprise me that. When we were here in in, in, um, San Diego, we used to play QVC roulette where we would call up um, QVC and say whatever's on TV right now, that's what the person's going to get for their birthday. And they can't say anything about it. Like that's, if, if it's hundreds of dollars, then, then there you go. Uh, but this one, but out of all the uncomfortable things that I had happened to me on birthdays when it comes to radio shows, this was the number one, hands down. You'll see why. Okay, Miss Holly O'Connor will be your host today in this deal <laughs> Or, or no, no deal. deal. Now, I have. I hate birthdays. I have three envelopes. Oh, excuse me, four envelopes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one. This is, you guys actually did put effort into this. Yeah. Okay. Two, three, and four. All right. Kramer. <laughs> yes. Within each envelope is a different birthday prize. Now, some of them are amazing. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, are good. Mm-hmm. Some of them are okay. That's yeah. that is what it is, right? Partly cloudy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what I want you to do right now is choose number one, two, three, or four, and we're going to give you that envelope as your birthday present for the day. For the day? Just hold on. I mean, okay. for the year, whatever. It's just your birthday All right, present. let me think. Um, Let's go, with, let's go with number two. Okay, number okay. two. I'm going to ask you to hold on to envelope number two, but not open it. You can't open it. Just hold on to it, okay? Okay? Don't look. Guys. Don't peek. Okay. You look so nervous. Oh, this is the best day of my life. I have never seen him look like this before. Okay, I don't so like now having control over you We guys. have uh, three envelopes left, number one, three, and four. I just want to kind of take a look at what you um, passed up when you chose envelope number two. So mm-hmm. what's what's another number you like? I was going to go with three originally. Okay, I well, to two. let's do this. Let's pick up number three. I will uh, do the duties of opening Please. that envelope. We we'll just We just want to see what you What you missed. Missed, okay? Ooh. It is, are you ready for this, Miguel? Okay. A $50 gift certificate to American Eagle. Wow. Oh, I know that's your favorite. $50 some shorts. Yes, I know wow. that is your favorite store of Damn all time. It. So, okay. now here's the thing. This is a really cool gift. $50 to American Eagle. At Pier Park. Wow. At Pier Park. American mm-hmm. Eagle at Pier Park. Since you know what this is, but you don't know what that is, that you're holding, mm-hmm. do you want to switch? <laughs> you can take the $50 gift certificate to American Eagle right now and be done with it, or... Keep your envelope number two and let the mystery ride a little longer. And what do you want to do? I think I'm going to stay with two. Okay. Okay. I feel bad, but I think I'm going to stay with two. We will give this $50 gift certificate to American Eagle to a lucky listener. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Next week, probably. Yeah, that's going to happen next week. (laughs) Let's not worry about it right now. Don't call us. Okay. No fun screen today. That's fine. But what else did you miss out on? Would you like number one or number four? Let's go with number one. Okay. I hate this game. You love it. You know you oh, love it. Right. Now, <sighs> Look at this, this one 
problems. Mm, this is a good one. This is good, yeah. <sighs> okay. In envelope number one, you have Miguel's old socks. Oh, yes, girl! <laughs> yes, and that's I haven't right. gotten a pedicure! That's right. We're talking about the best of Bay Media Personality wow. 2011. Damn it. You could have his socks. Yes. Now, I'm going to ask you again. Now, hang on. I have a question. What? If I don't trade, do we give those away to a lucky listener as well? That's right. If, if someone wants them. If they want what? them. I honestly, I'm a giving person. I, sh- I-, I felt you I might really be. want somebody to be able to experience those socks. Okay. So well. I'm going to stay with number two. Oh, well, okay. You're okay. sure? I'm staying okay. with number two. Okay. I'm All staying right. with number two. All right, I'm very so good. stressed out right If now. someone okay. wants Miguel's old socks, you just let me know. Okay. All right. Let's just take a peek over here at envelope number four. Now, I can still trade for this one, right? You can still trade okay. for this All one. Right. Here we go. Number we'll four. We'll is- see what you, uh, what you have left over here, even though you don't know what's in envelope number two that you're holding on to. Are you ready? Okay. Envelope number four contains a $50 gift certificate to Zachary's Restaurant in downtown wow. Panama City. Wow. Now... The gift that is inside your envelope could be greater than this, about the same, or another pair of Miguel socks. Yes. Do you want to take the $50 (sighs) gift certificate to Zachary's Restaurant in Panama City, or do you want to take your chance on the original envelope you chose? What you want to do, big boy? Well, here's my mentality here. Think about this. Okay. Two of them so far have been $50 gift cards. The other one has been socks. Correct. If I know you guys like I know you guys, you have two good and two bad. Okay. So I'm guessing the envelope that I have is not that great. Okay. Now, you could think that. Mm -hmm. You could think the other way. It's up to you. Your choice. Because I could be lying to you, and we could have put this together yesterday and not been able to have enough time to grab some good stuff. Or we literally could have been working on this all year. Okay. I'm going to stick with number two. You're sticking with number stick two. With number two. Even Ugh. though there's a chance it Damn could it. be my socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm hoping to. All right. Well, someone will win the $50 gift certificate to Zachary's restaurant. Nice. But go ahead and open, open up your envelope. Are you ready? And read it out loud. Yes, please. Holly Shops. Okay. All right. You're going to have to read out what it is. Are you ready? Are you excited? Yes. Kramer's birthday present. For age 28 is... 45. What? Read it out loud! What? Read, Read it, it out loud! Read it out loud! That's not real. I That's promise real. you! Read, Read it, it out loud! Read it! That's not real. Read it! I don't believe you guys. If you don't read That's that... That's not real. I'm a... That's Read it! I don't believe it. Would you just read? You guys are, are BSing me. I promise you we're not. No, it's true. Read it. I, I promise it. you. Could, so he can push the button. Would you read it? You're not in charge here. Swear to me, this is real. I swear on my mother's life, this is real. Like, you don't get pranked on your birthday. No. Can we reveal this Monday? It's because I got to check with our big boss because I don't believe it. No, it's true. Like, why do you think we would do that if we didn't go through the proper authorities? You think I just make it up? You think I just pull it out of my pocket? Okay. So I'll have to play you part two on tomorrow's show. You'll have to come back for that because this one's already getting way too long. I can tell you, though, even thinking about that birthday present, I still feel kind of guilty to this day. I do. I feel weird. It felt wrong and uncomfortable. And what would you have done? If you were in my spot, would you have done it the same way? I, I honestly haven't listened to part two yet, so I can't wait to sh- go back and listen to it with you. Uh, that'll be on tomorrow's show. And now we get into the good news. Here we go. So in case you missed yesterday's episode, we have changed it from the good news from the coronavirus just over to the good news. And because the coronavirus news is kind of slowing down a little bit more, and there's tons of good news out there though that we can focus on. I hope you still like this segment. It always makes me feel good when I'm like, you know, researching and reporting. And here's a great story out of Minneapolis. Of course, over the weekend there, the riots were probably, I'm sure the worst that they were have been anywhere after the George Floyd murder, right? So in that process, a ton of the grocery stores, and CVS and uh, anywhere to go get food or toiletries or anything you need had been burned down. Well, that really put a lot of people in in a weird situation. So what happened was 
this woman named Amy Floyd, who is the principal up at Sanford Middle School in Minneapolis, she got a message from a, a parent saying, listen, I don't have anything for my kids. I'm not sure what to do. So Amy, the principal, went on social media. She said, hey, if anybody's got some supplies they can drop off, I want to try to put together some kits. And her goal was to put together like 75 kits of food and toiletries, though, for anybody that needed it. So she posted, right? She said, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, I'm going to start doing this over here at the school. By 8 a.m., that place was packed. I mean, I'm going to put this story over in the show notes because you need to see these pictures. Unbelievably slammed with food, toiletries, uh, paper to- uh, paper towels, uh, shampoo. I mean, you've really got to see this picture to believe it. This many people came forward. It's not surprising. We live in a great city, right? And we have people who want to help. And there is a great need. We've got a ton of areas that have lost all of their access to food. We had a couple of neighbors reach out who are foreign parents and parents of Sanford that said, hey, can we work together on this? Can we make this happen? And we said, okay, let's think this through a little bit. By Friday night, it started with an email that went viral on social media. And the response has been overwhelming in a very, very positive way. And these are the stories we're not hearing. You know, we always say that the great Mr. Rogers quote of look for the helpers. Here they are, right? Uh, This is the story we need to be talking about too. There's a lot of good people out there doing a lot of great things through all the chaos. And we'll switch back over to Corona news. This story is really cool too. So there is this couple over in Britain who they're playing this intense game of um, uh, trivial pursuit, right? And they came up with this own their own concept, and they said, "Hey, this is so cool. Let's turn this into a thing and try to start our own small business by selling this game called Shot in the Dark." And Shot in the Dark is similar to uh, Trivial Pursuit, but they ask questions that like. You, no one's going to really know the answer to like how many liters of paint does it take to paint a whole, the white house. And on average, at which age does each child reach their adult height? It's just like, it's like conversation that they can, you know, they can just kind of have and just small talk really, right? Kind of a game. I don't know how the game actually officially is played, but that's the point. So they make this game and they start to sell it and they sell like, like five, of these whole card games, right? Like nobody's buying it, but it's getting great reviews, right? People that play it really love it. Well, the second that COVID-19 hits, everybody goes into lockdown. This game skyrockets. They're selling thousands a day and it earned them over $180,000 during quarantine. So we try to find the positives and all the crappy news sometimes. And if you're looking for one, there it is. And in case you didn't miss the news too, I'm changing the made me laugh segment of the show, which is typically how I end the show with something that made me laugh so online this week to made me think because that's another big mission of this podcast is to make you think make us all think right a little bit more productively than maybe we used to and so i ask you that if you saw something online that made you really think about what's going on in the world right now when it comes to race relations i want you to send it to me so we can all share it with one another and a bunch of you guys sent me this one please philip seriously if you see something on instagram send it my way please i am that guy kramer on instagram that guy kramer on facebook i'm steve kramer so emmanuel acho who is i gotta be honest i don't know him he may be a huge football player I placed for the Eagles, apparently. I don't know sports at all, so that doesn't do it. But, you know, I told you a lot of people got mad because they thought that our podcast had promoted people going out and, and, and rioting. And I think he did a great job breaking this down about, like, why? Like, why is this happening then? The first question I've seen a lot of, Emmanuel, why are you all rioting? I understand protesting, but why riot? And to that, I submit this. Uh, MLK said that rioting is the language of the unheard. For years, black people have tried peacefully protesting, going back to 1965 and before with the Selma March, and that didn't work. And then in 2016, Colin Kaepernick, he took a knee, and that agenda got moved to a flag, which was never the goal. He just wanted to raise awareness on social injustice. So that didn't work. And so now we've seen riots because black people and hurt people are trying to get the attention of the oppressor. They're trying to raise raise awareness of the oppression. Uh, I was in, uh, I was biking around Lake Austin the other day and there was a white girl around about 15 meters ahead of me. And as I'm on my bike, I say to her, on your left, because I want to notify her I'm coming so that she can change her course of action. I get 10 meters away and I increase my voice, on your left, because she had yet to move. I get five meters away and she's still there and I say, on your left, because I realize if she doesn't change her course of action, there will be a collision. And as I approach her, I yell, on your left, and we collide. My goal was never to hit her, 
But because she had her headphones in, she didn't hear me and so she didn't change her course of action. I believe that that's the same thing black people are doing now. 1960s were yelling, we're oppressed. But the course of action wasn't changed. And so we again yell, we're oppressed. But the course of action wasn't changed. And so again we yell, we're oppressed. And now you see the collision that's occurred in America. So while I don't condone rioting, and I'm sure you don't either, because for the most part, black people and others that are looting and rioting destructively, they're burning down their own homes. But when you think about the five different stages of grief, you come up to one stage, which is called anger. And sometimes emotions, they don't know their actions. I remember my mom, when I was a child, she lost her, she lost her sister. And I just remember her yelling and screaming. And I come outside my room and I see my mom throwing herself into a wall. And I'm wondering what happened. And my dad tells me that my mom's sister had died. Thinking back on that, throwing yourself into a wall, it's not going to change anything. You're actually harming yourself. But sometimes pain and hurt, it doesn't know how to express itself. That's beautiful. And it's uh, over in the show notes now. It's about a 10-minute video on Instagram. I'll link to it so you can go watch it, all right? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to everyone that's considering being a certified fan of the show. It, it's, uh, it would mean a ton to me. It would mean a ton to the donation that we're going to make from it. So if you just get uh, to the new website, which is certifiedmamasboy.com and make your donation, then let's see what we can, what kind of good we can do with that. Okay. Tomorrow, more birthday saga. Ask my mom. It's a busy show already. See you then. I love you. I do. Hi, Grandma. It's Amy from San Diego. I'm listening to your, or to episode 45 regarding your hobby with Nintendo and that's been your hobby since um, childhood. I just wanted to let you know that that's my same hobby and I'm also 36, about to be 37. And I think it's just how we grew up. That's why we stick with it. And I was playing Nintendo games since I was little too. And I now have the Switch and I play every single Mario game or Zelda game that, that comes out. So you're not the only one. Who cares what anybody, what anybody else thinks. It's fun. And I guess it's better than, um, going through social media and reading about garbage and all that stuff. So, talk to you later. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.